What's up, guys and gals? It is I, your pious pontificator, Matt Knight, back in the Checkmate Studios for another episode of Guywire. No, it's it's Matt the Dad Bod Knight. Matt the Dad, dad Bod Knight. Legend. Dairy. All right. Who are you? I am Chris. The man, the myth, the legend. Andrews. Dairy. Andrews. There we go. There we go. I like it. All right. So uh, <laughs> I hope you guys, uh, one of our more popular videos has been our uh, our hot chip challenge. It, it has actually. We've got we've actually gotten a lot of a lot of views on it and, and feedback and I hope it has not inspired any of you to do the hot chip challenge because oh. it's the worst thing I've ever done. I, I think it, it it seems to me like it, it has inspired some people. So I, my friend uh, Chris, I we did a short about arm wrestling, about why guys arm wrestle. Oh, wait, your other friend, Chris. Other friend, Chris. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Uh, You're only allowed one. Uh, can I call him Topher? No, that's... that's No, call him Chris. Uh, uh, call yeah, him Chris. my mom always called me Topher. So, uh, when we went bowling, we were all... I was too fast and he was too furious, if that... <laughs> If that helps. <laughs> too fat and too furious? Is that what you mean? Oh, I was, wait. I was skinny at the time. Oh, you were lean and mean back was, in them days. I was, lean, I was a lean, mean love machine, maybe. I'll <laughs> tell you what. Heartbreaker and a life taker. Heartbreaker, life taker. I, I, was, uh, I was a limousine riding, airplane flying, wheeling, dealing son of a gun. Ooh. Dang. The cream of the crop rises to the top. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't even like wrestling. I know that one. Yeah. I'll tell you something, mean Gene. <laughs> <laughs> My name's not Gene. For tonight's purposes, it is. Okay. But uh, anyway, uh, my friend Chris said that he sat on this this chip for about a month. He bought two of them, and he couldn't find anybody to do with it. So our other friend, RJ, all of us grew up together and went to high school, hung out there a little bit afterwards and stuff. Uh, and he got RJ to do it. And he's like, I didn't want RJ to do this with me because RJ in high school had acid reflux problems. Oh, Like he yeah. had to take prescription pills for acid reflux. Oh, wow. He's had like three heart attacks. Yeah, he, you, you kill that son he, of a he's bitch. He's younger than me, but he's RJ was like, no, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. No, you're not, cause, RJ. Because <laughs> I, I, I don't consider RJ to be the, the overly masculine alpha male type, but he is the type to beat his chest and, and, and get into a fight. Okay? I, I do. It sounds to me like he's the type that just doesn't want to get punked. Maybe, but he's fucking hilarious, and he's a good. Okay. He's a good. Okay. He's a good dude. If you're on his good side, you're on his good side. If you're on his bad side, you watch the fuck out. So, yeah, I can uh, respect that. So Chris and RJ did the one chip challenge. Uh, they sent me a video. Uh, oh, it's a short. Boy. It's a short clip of what happened thereafter. So they they played a. It sounds like they played a little game of fuck around and find out. Fafo. Fafo, yeah. They did. They, they they found out. They fucked around and found out. Chris said he made it 12 minutes without drinking anything. Really? But then he threw up. <laughs> um, See, I hit the five-minute mark, and I would like I was like, okay, I could totally keep going. There's no, no point. There's no point. Like, it's it's just needlessly putting yourself through more suffering. Yeah, I, I have a... The, the, it comes with a sticker that says, I crushed the Pocky 20... 2022 one chip challenge i put that on my wall i did not crush the challenge i made it through i survived the challenge i kind of feel like i crushed it a little bit you crushed it yeah i survived mark that one in the book yeah, yeah. Uh, <sighs> but you know i grew up listening to that music I will survive. <laughs> but so <laughs> you listen to disco <laughs> yes oh god absolutely. i'm sorry <laughs> some of the best music made okay but anyway uh, if you're on cocaine <sighs> Because they were all at the time. I, I, I wasn't when I started listening to it. Now, now that you're telling me that's the proper... Uh, the, the proper etiquette? Yeah, proper etiquette for the, the stuff. But I'm going to play you guys this video. Uh, i got to see this. It's, it's pretty good. You haven't watched it yet. I've watched a snippet of it. But uh, it's as we can see, it's already starting out a little bit rough. This is my friend Chris. 
This is RJ. RJ's already having a bad day, as we can see here. This is a trash can. Or he's screaming into it. I can't tell which. So uh, let me find my play button. <laughs> Please say you're recording, yes. Oh, God. Sounds like pterodactyl. In the first, like, half a second, his soul left his body. Yeah. Wow. Baby, stand up. I might be why you making it's making me sick. You can't stand up straight. Oh, yeah, it's because he's, he's kneeling stand over. Stand up. Breathe through your nose. <laughs> Drink water! Oh, that ain't gonna help. They just ate something super hot. That ain't gonna help. Drink like a buttload of water, like the whole pack in the mini fridge. Boy, this motherfucker's hot, y'all. Drink, drink a lot of water in the mini fridge. You got fridge. so much moisture, like right under your breath. Your finger looks like you just like. Dude, that's hilarious. So, needless to say, uh, don't try this at home. <laughs> As you could, you don't want to be that guy. Yeah, Chris said he had a, he had out of body experience. Holy shit! Yeah, felt his soul leave his body. His <laughs> life flashed before his eyes. He, you know, he, he even brought up he remembers us in the bowling alley, too fast, too furious, knocking down pins, man. Yeah. That's hilarious. Like, I mean, that chip was fucking hot. Like, I like I bossed through it pretty damn well, but that shit was hot. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. It was, yeah. So proceed with caution. If y'all are going to follow in our footsteps or or, or if, if we're an inspiration to you, uh, send, number one, rethink your life choices. Well, and send, um, <laughs> before you do it, send it to us so we can do it on film. Like, I want to do some food challenges like that. There's a 100-year-old egg. No, I ain't doing I've I've seen century eggs. They're not right, uh, man. There's no. uh, pickled pig's feet. I've never had. I love pickled <sighs> things. I, I actually like pickled eggs somewhat. Pig's feet are so nasty, man. Well, they're the feet of a pig. <laughs> yeah, think about where it's been. Yeah, well, chitlings are too, and I love chitlings. I don't like chitlings either. I don't like... Uh, 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 what's the the crackling? Um, oh, fatback or pork, no pork rinds? Pork rinds. Pork rinds. Pork rinds. Love oh, them. fucking hate! I can't even stand the smell of them. My wife oh, loves them. I love those. Like she I will love... put some work in on some pork rinds. I can't even stand. I'll leave the room. I love those. I love chicharrones, fatback. Uh, yeah, I like all of it. All of it. It's for me. Yeah, you eat the fat off the steak too, don't you? No, I hate no. it. I oh hate god, it. I cut that off and wifey sauce eats it. She loves the steak fat. I'm like, it's oh. chewing gum. It's like, yeah, it's, it's like, like it's like fucking slimy bubble gum. It's it's like one step more congealed than the pig snot that's in Vienna sausages. Oh, and I will not do a shot of that. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm not. You'll have to. I don't know which episode that was in, but we we actually had a really good bit in one of our episodes about. Uh, about the snot in the uh, Vienna sausages. Yeah. So, I mean, I personally say that's where they keep all the flavor. Mm-mm. Not that I'll drink it, Mm-mm. but that's where they keep all the flavor. Mm-mm. That's not. That's not. That's not where it's at. I'm not doing it. Let Let us know what you think. Let, yeah, send us an email. What What food challenge would you like to see us do? I'm not going to eat a whole jar of mayonnaise either. That's no, no, none of this. Like, eat like a drink a gallon of milk. Eat uh-uh. fifty eggs. I ain't cool hand Luke. Or the, what, is, what is the one that a, a spoonful of is it cinnamon? Cinnamon, that, yeah. No, mm-hmm. not no. gonna do it. If, if no, not gonna do that. But well, if I know that one. Like most people, they inhale mm, and, yeah. and they suck some of the cinnamon down their throat, and that's that's what gets them. Yeah. Either way, I ain't doing it. Yeah, you'll get that yeah. on these big jobs. But yeah. uh, <laughs> anyway, we're gonna move on in to the rest of our episode right after our intro. So, Mr. Knight, we've, uh, you were telling me about something on, uh, I think it was uh, Netflix, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. yeah. So, 
this past Friday, uh, I believe it was the 23rd or 24th, uh, forgive me if I get, get the date wrong, there was a, a new short miniseries launch called 28 Days Haunted. Okay. Um, have you seen any of the Conjuring movies with the couple that goes in and they find like uh, Annabelle was one of them that yeah, was a spinoff yeah, yeah, yeah. of that? Yeah, and they're like they're like psychics or Mediums they're in touch and, with right. the supernatural. So yeah. through their research, they found that twenty eight days is has some correlation with the amount of time you spend with spirits before you start to break through, or that's about the time that you start to break through and things start to actually happen. Break through the veil. Break through the veil, right? Okay. Huh. So, being that Halloween is coming up this uh, next, this following Monday, I mm-hmm. figured this would be a, a cool topic to talk about. We did a crossover episode with the Sips of Crime podcast about Jeffrey Dahmer and some other things. We did get mm-hmm. off topic a little bit there. And realistically, um, I think this episode's probably or this this is probably going to come out either right before or right after Halloween. So mm-hmm. it's, it's going to be right around Halloween. Yeah. So another Halloween-themed type episode with some of the uh, the macabre spook spirits, ghost inspectors. Spooks inspectors. I don't normally buy into this stuff, okay? But I have personal experience with one of the locations of 28 Days Haunted on Netflix. Really? So in Madison, North Carolina, my, okay. my hometown, about 45 minutes away from Winston-Salem, where we are currently, mm-hmm. currently, currently mm-hmm. live, there's a, a town called Madison, and they have a store called Madison Dry Goods. Okay. It sounds like that's been around for a hot minute. Been around for a while. Back in the early 1900s, the part that was Madison Dry Goods, as well as the building that's on the end, has now been split. It was all a funeral home, a mortuary. Oh, wow. Okay. And they walled that off, and the part that I worked in was a restaurant. And I seen some stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. So I can verify some of the, the things of this. Yeah, you this. still don't believe. I'm not, I don't buy into it. Okay. I don't say okay. I, I don't believe because I do believe that there are things that we can't we explain, can't explain sure. or maybe eventually we will. Okay. However, as of right now, I just, I don't buy into a lot of it. I think, so, but, but, but you're saying there is some shit going on at this, this, at this, this particular location. location. Yes. Okay. Uh, so we need to call Sam and Dean and have them get down there with, uh, in their Impala and sort some shit. Oh, never mind. Sorry. Wrong show. So, yeah. So the restaurant that I worked in at the time was called the Northern Vale, operated by, uh, Carol and Ron Goga, great people. And I was, uh, the, like the lead server for a little while there. <laughs> And it, just a part-time gig. I think we were open Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday for brunch. Okay. Um, so I worked a full-time <laughs> job and did that kind of on the side. In the men's room, I would be washing my hands, and the stall door would fly open and hit the wall. Nobody else in there but me. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're not even in the stall. No. I'm the, so the stall is like, let's say, in this corner behind you. Yeah. Uh, about where camera is here is where the sink is. And then there's a urinal, one stall. Sink. Simple setup, small restaurant. There's a men's room and a ladies' room. Right? Okay. Wash my hands, minding my business, stall door fly open. Or it would already be open and it would just shut and not make a noise. Oh. But I'd see it in the mirror. No, I know what the problem was. Harry Potter had the cloak of invisibility. Probably. Yeah. That's yeah. that's all. I mean, there's no ghosts there. It's just Harry Potter. It could, be, it could have been Dobby. I mean, Michelle will back me up on this. There you go. Yeah. So, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Another instance, uh, after close one night, we were all having drinks at the bar. Um, we got our alcohol half-priced, and as restaurant people tend to do, we get inebriated after work and eat leftovers. No, oh, yeah. So, See, I, I worked at bars, and we used to always drink, but we never had food, so I'm, I'm right. a little jealous on that. But well, yeah. we got the booze for free, though. So. so we'd be doing that, and everybody would be hanging out. And it was a constant thing where we would hear like a marble drop and roll. The hell? We investigated the shit out of this. They came and looked at the refrigerators 
like the, the behind the bar ice maker and refrigerators. Mm-hmm. They had the the wine refrigerator, wine cooler back there, and a couple of other different refrigerators, like maybe three refrigeration units back there. Never heard them make a noise other than after the end of the shift. Now, keep in mind, we would all get there about two hours before two, the two shift. To, two yeah. to four hours before the shift, depending on what prep work we had to do or if we were helping the kitchen. Mm-hmm. I've worked behind that bar many times in the day. It was always after dark. You would hear that marble drop and roll. Never been so able to find weird. anything. I installed a camera system for the owner because we had a bartender that was overpouring and she believed was giving un- away free drinks, uh, under, and undercharging and giving her boyfriend food and some other stuff. So sure, yeah. she was like, you, you weren't loss prevention. Why don't you install me a camera? I was like, yeah, okay, cool. Just pay, game on. <laughs> pay me $20 an hour and, I, and I'll do it. <laughs> so, you know, that, that deal, we brokered a deal. And okay. uh, ended up doing that, and there were some weird flickers that were unexplained in this DVR system. Yeah. I never saw it, but some of the girls would see women behind our wait stations dressed in early 1900s farm-style garb. That's weird. Would go back, because they'd see it plain as day, see the lady walk behind it and go back there, and there'd be nobody there. That's crazy. Yeah. So this this 28 Days Haunted takes place in the other part of that building, which is now Madison Dry Goods. It's an, oh, they that, was, that was like the main part of the, the funeral home, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and they even have a casket upstairs with, uh, I don't know whose picture's on it or whatever. But So they have a, a girl who's a medium and a demonologist that are staying in this, this Madison Dry Goods building for 28 days to see kind of what happens. So they actually like it, like they camp out there. <laughs> they shut the entire Madison Dry Goods store down for 32 days while they were filming, hmm. and they stayed there overnight. I don't think they left. I think they had food, maybe some catering brought in, but they didn't leave physically leave the building at all for tw- 28 full days okay. during filming. So I'm about six or seven episodes into the series just because I'm like, okay, this is cool. You know, something that's on Netflix from my hometown. I'm familiar with the store. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've, I've been. I know Richard Miller, the owner. Richard and Kathy Miller are the, are the owners. Um, I went to school with uh, with their son Sean, and you know, uh, Sean used to work with me at the restaurant. Huh. Okay. Yeah. So I'm watching some of this stuff, and what they say. So I can't prove that they came in blind. They were blindfolded as they were brought from, I guess, the airport to the dry goods store and weren't unblindfolded until they were out in front of the store. And they, the, I hope they came through Piedmont. <laughs> yeah. So the, 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 We've got three airports. It's either Raleigh, Charlotte, or Piedmont. Piedmont's like a, what, a 30 minute drive. Yeah. Charlotte or Raleigh is like an hour and a half. Yeah. So like, I don't want to sit in a car for an hour and a half with a blindfold on, but you know, that's, yeah. that's me. So the medium that was with them immediately sent something. She's uh, out, outside. She gets in and they start touring around. They see the room that's upstairs that's set up with the coffin because it was a funeral home or mortuary. Mm-hmm. Now, did they bring the coffin back in just for the show, or was it's, this always like it's, it's always there? It's always there. Yeah. Why? Oh, because I mean that's well, that's still a funeral it's a, it's home. A, it's or? A, no, it's a historical site. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So it's Landmark. just kind of a, uh, I guess a callback. They have a lot of, uh, I guess, stuff that you would call old timey. Uh, the preserves, the, mm-hmm. the the you know you can go get beans with a scoop and weigh them out by the pound. Oh, okay. uh, you know they have a coffee shop portion and whatever, but it's a lot of uh, rustic type merchandise that they sell there. Okay, but so she gets in there and, and a couple episodes in, she's like, "There's there's there's a male presence here that's just angry," hmm. and she gets to talking about what she's experiencing, and there there are girls, there are children there that are telling her there's something wrong. And it's 
the guy's daughter is the one that's alerting them to you're in danger. Holy crap. This, this is like just out of Supernatural, dude. Like, I mean, I swear there's an episode of Supernatural that's just like this. So it gets better. Christmas last year, Mr. Kevin Bishop and I did a an episode for Christmas about the Lawson family murders that happened in Walnut Cove, North Carolina, about 30 minutes away from Madison. Mm-hmm. Charlie Lawson killed his wife and all of his kids except for his oldest son, who would, he had sent into town to buy more ammunition for rabbit hunting, which was a, a common thing to do on Christmas in the 1900s. Okay. So Charlie killed his whole family. Why did why send the one son away though? The thought is that they thought he would be Charlie thought he would be the only one strong enough to stop him because uh. he had gotten old enough to where he had started challenging Charlie's violence a little bit. Okay. Go watch the episode. I'm not going to get too much into why Charlie got crazy, but Charlie led a really hard life. He hurt himself and probably had a brain injury from a pickaxe accident Dang. that put him out for a little while. There was something where he he had missed like maybe the birth of one of or, or maybe, Well, and this is the 1900, early yeah, he, 1900s, he, he, he so there's late. no workman's comp. I think one of his other children <laughs> died early, and he had to miss the funeral um, because he was so sick because of something that had happened. Anyway, he led, a, he led a really tragic life and murdered his whole family on Christmas Day, 1929. Jesus. There's a book out where you can read all of it uh, called White Christmas, Bloody Christmas. It's really expensive on Amazon. There's a limited number of copies out there, but it's a great read if you can get your hands on it about the Lawson family murders. That was right after the stock market crash. Right and, in the Great Depression. And yeah. the weird thing is that leading up to the murders of the family, Charlie took his whole family into town and paid for portraits, which was something really expensive for a, a tobacco farmer. And a luxury, like a, a, a serious a luxury. Huge yeah. luxury for a tobacco farming family mm-hmm. in 1929 after the the Great Depression just kicked into high gear. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because everybody was, I mean, broke, broke. Right. So where this ties into uh, 28 Days uh, Haunted or whatever, uh, the Lawson family, because it was on Christmas, they found all these bodies on Christmas. The mortuary, the funeral home, whatever you want to call it, was closed. They put the bodies in the old wooden-style coffins. Mm-hmm. It was below 32 degrees. They had an uh, above-average snowfall for so that they time were chilling. of year. <laughs> Set them outside <laughs> of that funeral home yeah. until the following day when the funeral home opened and they could embalm the bodies. They well, around the turn of the century, it wasn't uncommon to... <laughs> Well, you've seen store the, bodies outside. Well, you've seen the westerns too, where they'll just prop and prop the guy up in a coffin, and you know. well, and and that was a thing. They would actually they wouldn't just prop him up in a coffin, especially if it was somebody quote unquote famous, mm-hmm. like a gunslinger or something like that. They would actually charge like five, ten cents a person mm-hmm. to come by and see the body of Billy the Kid or right. or the Dillinger Brothers or whoever it was. Yeah, yeah. So they propped the the whole family up in you know outside or set them outside the mortuary until. Uh, it got opened up enough from the Christmas holiday to do the embalming. and But that is where the bodies were embalmed. Oh, at the one in Madison. At the one in Madison okay. in the dry goods store at the time. So th- this girl is like, she finds a picture of the Lawson family, one of the family portrait that was taken right before they got killed and was like, she was like, that's him. He's he's the one who wants me out of here. Holy shit. And pointed at the oldest daughter. It's like, she's the one that's trying to warn me. There's something going on with her, and I feel like there's a baby involved or pregnancy or something. If they didn't have any knowledge of this prior to this, then absolutely that place is haunted. Because the rumor was, going around, never confirmed. That Mrs. Lawson was pregnant. No. Charlie Lawson killed his whole family 
because he had knocked up his oldest daughter. Oh. And his oldest daughter went to his wife. That's a plot thickener right there. Holy shit. And basically, she's picking up on these hints with all these things she's saying. It's like there's a baby involved with the oldest daughter and him not wanting the baby around. And there's, I'm watching this just on the edge of my seat because I did a shit ton of research for this last this Christmas episode we did for Checkmate. Yeah, yeah, with night. the Lawsons. And, and yeah. we even had a local historian on that episode to come and kind of verify and, and get into some of the details of kind of what happened, a little bit of backstory. Okay. And yeah. It, I'm actually going to have to go back. I, don't, I haven't listened to that episode. I'm going to go back and yeah, listen there's, to it. Uh, there's three different sites in the 28 Days Haunted. I, I really honestly only paid attention to the Madison. Uh, it's the only one you're in, invested in. Yeah, yeah, I was only really invested in it. But it's, uh, you know, I think I'm about six episodes in. I think it's 10 or ten or maybe 11 episodes. But uh, I, I'm interested to see what else happens because right now everything that she's describing, had she had no prior knowledge of the Lawson family murders, which really – a lot of people regionally mm-hmm. are the only ones that have knowledge about this subject. Uh, Michelle and Candy, it, that was their first episode that they covered on the Sips of Crime podcast. Oh, really? Okay. So you can go and listen to that one, too. I, I suggest listen to that one as well as that episode of Checkmate with Bishop Knight before you go and watch the show. Give you some background. Your mind's yeah. going to be blown. Mine was. And I don't I don't get like that about things. Yeah. That's kind of wild. You know, I've I've... <sighs> I've never experienced any spooks, specters, goose, ghosts, goblins, anything like that. I've never experienced any of that. Mm-hmm. But a little bit of me has always kind of wondered, and, and I guess I guess I've always left that door open. Yeah. Because, like, I don't know. I'm not going to close that door unless I, I can prove that ghosts don't exist but yeah. yeah i've always i've always left that door open because i've always i've always thought it's a possibility my thing has always been like cryptids uh your skinwalkers your loch ness monsters your bigfoots your shapeshifters your werewolves i didn't know they had a term for those they're called cryptids cryptids really okay yeah, yeah um i thought they were just scary shit yeah uh i've always <clears throat> been kind of more fascinated by that because there's so much evidence of that stuff I feel like even like the they're not called howlers uh but you like in the Smoky Mountains, they say if you whistle after dark and something whistles back, get in the house and close your windows and close your doors. Well, yeah, I've heard that it's a it's a an Indian thing. Yeah, it's do. a Native American thing that you're not supposed to whistle after dark. I I, I don't I'm know sorry. what I don't know what the reason is, but Indian, I don't know Indian Native American whatever, indig- yeah. <laughs> indigenous persons. I'm sorry to I'm going to cover all of it. So Feather I, not dot. Hopefully, I offend every. Yeah, they're well. I was going to say Seven Eleven Brown, not Nine Eleven Brown, but that's. Oh, that's wrong too. Uh, Jesus Christ! I've never heard that before. Uh, anyway, you know, Lord forgive me of my trespasses, for I do not know as I say. Um, you actually said Seven Eleven Brown, not Nine Eleven Brown. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm fucking done. <laughs> Anyway, back on subject. Yeah, yeah cryptids like uh, you know, so many. There's so many reports of the Loch Ness monster, El Chupacabra, a big, uh, a big yeah. Mexican. Yeah, I lived uh, in folk, Southern folk California. Folk you the, hear about that shit all the time. The, the goat eater. And, yeah, and there are so many. No, people, it's a goat sucker. The goat sucker. It's like a goat vampire. Essentially. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the sucker of the goat. Um, uh, but there's. Oh yeah, Chupa sucker. Of, yeah, yeah, you're right. It's backwards. Yeah, so uh, that's always been more of an interest to me rather than. Is there something living with me that I don't know that I can't see, or is there something because the the cryptids are tangible, mm-hmm. like they can touch you? Now I ha- I have had on a couple of occasions dogs 
that I'm pretty goddamn sure they, they're seeing ghosts. Okay. So one of my wife's dogs, he's older now, and he will, there's a spot in the kitchen he will get stuck in. And like, this has happened to more than one dog in this house. Mm-hmm. And it, it's like a corner of the kitchen near the dining table. They'll get cornered in there and they're freaked the fuck out. Like, well, you, I mean, you can tell when a dog's freaked out, hair standing up, they're like spazzing out, the tail sticking straight up, the ears are all freaked out. So I've, I, I'm even skeptical of that because I've seen this theory disproven where I've seen the behavior by dogs and cats. Mm-hmm just like you're describing, and it turns out they get to digging into some of the blueprints and they go and measure magnetic fields. And, and the, there's like a magnetic... There's a weird... The wiring is like either grounding out strangely enough to not trip a circuit breaker, but the way that it has been wired it's and then... causing an electromagnetic field. Causing an electromagnetic okay. field, and the dog and, and cat, they're, they more, get, they're heightened more sensitively than we are. They have, you know, like... I, I, I'm making up a fact, but they have like nine senses to, as to where we only have the, you know, the, mm-hmm. the three, us guys, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, we definitely don't have feelings. But we, and, and, but we do. No, we we're do. just not allowed to, to express them. You know, right. you can have feelings, just don't show them. But I digress. Anyways, um, <laughs> so I've also had, so my grandparents had a couple of portraits that were, and these are hand drawn in like charcoal and pencil. Mm-hmm portraits that were done of I think they're my great great grandparents or great great uncle aunt and uncle or something like that they just okay. call it they they were always just called me mom and papa that's yeah. just what they were always called in the family but their hand drawn portrait I mean they're they're big they're like 36 inches tall 24 inches wide I mean these are big portraits big gold um like real ornate uh frames Frame, yeah. yeah I mean these are like original frames from 19 19- 10, 1915, yeah. somewhere. I mean, these are, you know, right around the turn of the century. Number one, Meemaw's eyes. They follow you? They follow you. That's a drawing Like I, st- I, I unfortunately, well, I shouldn't say unfortunately because these are like family heirlooms, but I did inherit these. Right. They're sitting in boxes in my closet at the moment because yeah. I do not want them in my living room. <laughs> one day one day you're going to go out to your living room, Meemaw's going to be out there chilling, watching Big Bang Theory. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> no, not going to freak me out. But no, every time any one of our dogs would walk by these portraits, they would watch them. Like the dog would walk by all, hmm. just, just mad dogging the fuck out of Meemaw. I mean, they're just like, yeah, I'm watching you, bitch. So, what would be the, what would be the explanation of this? Like, how like how did Meemaw's hanging out with her portrait? I mean, that's that's the only explanation that that any of the family has ever been able to come up with. Because I mean, we've seen dogs bark at the portraits, so growl at that's it. That's the problem I have with. And we've seen them do that to the these portraits in different locations. Different houses, yeah. yeah. That, that's the thing I have a problem I have though. Is it is it like a, a visual trick that the dogs can sense because they have such a wide? There, there's well, something around this portrait. I don't you know. know. I don't know, man. That's and, and because it's so old yeah. and it was hand drawn and and like something for somebody at that time, this was a huge. I mean, the 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 photos we were talking about was a big investment, right? But these were like actual artists' renderings, and they're I mean they're amazing. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you know, these each took months and months each yeah. one, and they must have cost the equivalent of thousands of dollars. Yes, the the problem that I have with it's not a problem. I guess it's a question. I think a lot of people do because it, this, these murders happened in 1929. A lot of people mm-hmm. have spent a lot of time figuring this out. The Lawson family house was a tourist attraction. Like tens of thousands of people showed up to the funeral. 
of these people from all around the country. You think about that, 1929, during the Great Depression, mm-hmm. for tens of thousands of people to show up to the funeral because of the news breaking. Well, and especially this. in this area. I mean, tens of thousands of people, they would have had to come from quite a distance. The whole Southeast. I mean, there were people from all corners of the U.S. that came to this funeral. Yeah, and 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 considering we're in an area that is, in 1929, was predominantly sharecroppers, yeah. tobacco sharecroppers. These are all poor people. So they're they don't have cars. They don't have a Model T sitting in the driveway. Right. They're they're getting in their horse and buggy and they're they're traveling hours, sometimes days. Yeah. Whereas it's for us it's a thirty five minute drive yeah. to run over to Wilkesboro. Mm-hmm. It's it's like a two day buggy carriage ride for them. Yeah. So the 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 weird thing that I and she was like, there's so much evil in here, which I, I will agree the murders were very evil because even if the reason for the murders, his his motive was that I really fucked up this time. <laughs> I was fucking my daughter. I done fucked up. Yeah. And this is another instance where we say, you know, don't just be one of the guys, be that guy. Don't, don't be, be that, that guy. guy. Okay. Fuck. Uh, that should go without saying. I mean, but. yeah. So uh, Charlie <sighs> fucked around and found out. Uh, impregnated his and this is all you know unproven un, it can't be proven it's all speculation all speculation yeah. i mean i guess they, the bodies could be dug up and the dna test done now i don't know who wants to do that but well, he, i don't even know if they can do that at this point it's, but he, I mean, it's all skeletal remains well they can do it with dinosaurs you've seen jurassic park they brought them back <laughs> but the thing that my point is he so he had an infant i can't i think it was an infant daughter he bludgeoned her to death in the crib jesus why couldn't he leave the baby alone? Like, what flipped him mentally so much? Like, was his wife going to just go to the, all the media and tell, like, everybody? Was he going to be, like, the old saying, like, rode out on the rail? Like, I mean, he, he might have been. But, I mean, I, I think the, the, the tragic story here is the son, the one that got sent to the store. You know what the son— Yeah, sa- go, go, go get me a gallon of milk. I'm going to murder the whole family. You know, Catch you later. You know— what the the most tragic part about that is? So he was eighteen when that happened. Okay, died at the age of thirty five or thirty thirty five, thirty six or thirty seven. He had had two kids, was living a happy life, doing well for himself. Died in a car accident. So from nineteen twenty nine, thirty nine, forty nine. So about the mid fifties. And the, he dies the, in a car accident in the family car because there were no multiple cars at that time. Oh yeah, no. Dies in a fucking car accident. Jesus. After surviving one of the most, no, the, well, it, the most it was it was and the, and most, the psychological shit that he had to deal with. It was the most horrendous murder at that time. I believe it. I mean, a guy kills us. It's like three three small kids, two middle child middle children, then his oldest daughter, who was I think sixteen or seventeen. The second oldest to his oldest son. Mm-hmm. And, and now the there, there is a story, and I remember I can't tell you the specifics. The specifics the of Pacifics. it. The Pacifics. Pacifics. Yeah, yeah there's opposite of the Atlantic's. Yep. Yeah. So this took place in Kansas in the late 1800s. I couldn't tell you specifically, but it was a situation of I think these people were running like uh, it was almost like a boarding house. Okay. You know, because obviously in the late 1800s, you were like, I mean, so these were like. Miss Peregrine's uh, home for peculiar children? (laughs) No, these were like oasises where you'd stop on the the trail of the stagecoach. 
So the stagecoach had a route, and there were stops along the way. The the old Route sixty six, kind of, yeah. But somewhere in it was it was on the eastern side of Kansas. There was a family that run ran kind of like a hotel where people could stop with the stagecoach and stay for the night. Was the last name Bates? (laughs) (laughs) You'd think, yeah. Um, But they were murdering a lot of these people. When they stopped, okay. So these people would stop in a stagecoach. They'd they'd kill the stagecoach. They'd kill everybody. Yeah. Steal all the stuff, and they found like stagecoaches and all this kind of stuff, like buried out. And I got to find the specifics on it. My my grandmother, I remember her telling me about it. You know, stuff like that's so amazing to me. How much civilization has changed in you know 150, 200 years. Mm-hmm. We went from the Wright brothers to landing on the moon uh, in what 70, 79 years, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have now, like you can't get away with shit. Okay. Well, I, I always said if I if I was in the Wild West, what would you what, what would I have done? I'd have been a fucking bank robber because you know why? <laughs> you know why? All I had to do was not be there when the cops showed up. Yeah, and not let your identity be known. Yeah, I mean, ba- the only reason Babyface Nelson got caught is because he was prideful. Yeah. All he had to do was put a bandana on. Mm-hmm. No, he had to show the baby face. But his name was George Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, if you really want to think about that, in, in the last hundred years, so the last century, we've gone from a society that you anticipate at least if you have five kids, two of them are going to die. So in the, in the early 1920s, that was the expectation. If you had five kids, that's why people had five, eight, ten kids is because they expected 25 to 40 percent of them to drop dead or to be or to die in childbirth. Well, well, not only that. So my grandpa was born in 1917. He was not the oldest. He was one of the middle children of 11. Yeah. They were sharecroppers. OK. They, that was hired labor. I mean, that was free labor. Right. So he, yeah. went, he went to school up until fifth grade and then he was he had a job. <laughs> yeah, he went like, to work. Like he he was his parents had him set. He had all all their kids. They said they had a job. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. that, they they weren't raising. There was no they weren't raising children. They were raising employees. Mm-hmm. And and there was none of this discovering yourself, finding out what your true call. No, your calling is you're going to be a fucking sharecropper. Period. Yeah, yeah you're gonna you're gonna <laughs> walk behind the mule. You're gonna plant. You're gonna be out in the sun. You're gonna pick. You're gonna harvest. You, you're gonna help us get by. Yeah, you didn't get options back then. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, from from where we were a hundred years ago to where we are now is mind boggling. Well, that goes one. that goes back to a saying, and I, I won't dive any further into this, but I've touched on it in a previous episode, and I know you love the, the quote: "Strong men create good times." Good times. good times create weak men, and weak men create hard times. Yep. And there I, couldn't be anything truer. And you can see this if you look through through history. You can see this. The 1920s, the Roaring Twenties, was a prime example of hard men creating good times. Good times and good times creating weak men, because that was right when the Great Depression happened. Great Depression. Yeah. We're we're in exactly that same cycle right now mm-hmm. and we have so many people uh speculating that we're heading to something like that so don't be weak it's not it's not if it's when at yeah, this quit, point quit being a bitch uh, is the moral of the story yeah I, I mean i completely agree with that uh and i'm not, I'm not saying go out there and be don't a, be an alpha male don't be an alpha that, male that's, don't that's be bullshit. don't be an offensive dickhead you know uh, you, you know, live by the golden rule. You know, love love thy neighbor. Do want do unto others as you would want others to do unto you. Now we all know through the age of social media, you know, I, that there's a lot of uh, uh, oh, what's the term? There's a term for it. But there's a lot of people who will act like they're doing unto others 
as they would like to be done to, and then going and talking so much trash about those people, trying to dox them, get them fired, and still be that keyboard warrior. The internet has, I don't know, I don't know if, if humanity, our, our small minds can ever ever handle the proper way to use such technology. That's That's a very good question. Like, are we going to have to move into our next evolutionary phase before we realize that, hey, just because you say it online doesn't mean you can't get punched in the mouth for it? Uh, yeah, exactly. Well, and, and, Because I, there's a couple, there's only like two people out there. They got receipts coming. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the, I'm waiting for the time. Well, they're just, they're, they're going to play a game of fuck around and find out. Well, they, they're, or they've they, already fucked they've around. They've already fucked around. It's just, I, I'm, I'm having to choose my moment. For them to find for out. For them to find out. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, you know that's it's something I struggle with all the time. Is you know our society? There's an old phrase. It's it's a well-armed society is a polite society, mm -hmm. and this ties back. We've talked about this. If you knew there were repercussions for running your mouth, you wouldn't run your mouth. If if people if these keyboard cowboys if these internet tough guys if if uh, keyboard don't give them that much credit they're fucking buckle bunnies <laughs> there ain't no cowboy in them um, but it, it, a lot it, of a lot there's a lot of boy and a lot of cow <laughs> yeah if it, uh, so these key keyboard tough guys we'll, we'll just call them that keyboard tough guys if they knew that I could drive to their house knew where they were and punch them in the mouth most likely they wouldn't run their fucking mouths on the internet quite as much it's called IP trace but uh, <laughs> to, to key, maybe the, we should do that but to, to your favorite phrase the keyboard cunts with, yeah. a K, with a K, so I don't offend you females out there and wifey sauce doesn't care if I say the word cunt I just have to stay a word stay away from twat she hates twat. That's that's fine. I can. Yeah. I mean, I like calling somebody a twat every once in a while, but uh, cunt is way more yeah. gratifying. It is. Like I've actually wanted to live in the UK for for a little while because they use that like a fucking comma. A cuntma. A cunt. Uh, a cuntma. I want to use a cuntma. Yeah, it's punctuation. <laughs> if you wheel. Oh, good grief! We've 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 really got to find uh, I don't know a hobby or something. Ain't that what we're doing? <laughs> Shit, you're right. It's sure ain't a job, because we don't get paid. We, right. hey, we should start a Patreon. You know, apparently that's the thing to do these that days. That must be the thing to do. I'm going to start selling feet pics and all kinds of shit on there. I got some cute feet. I'm going to tell you what. I'm tell you what. But I did want to talk about a little uh, kind of current events. Okay. Re recent recent happenings. All right. Well, let me uh, let me play uh, our, little, uh, our little sound effect here. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll get right back to it. Have such sights to show you. So, what are we moving into next, Chris? So, uh, we we we've uh, we've got some current events for y'all. There's uh, there's there's been an individual that has been just everywhere right now. He's all over Twitter. I mean, he's he's on all the socials. That just he's absolutely blown up. And uh, did he have well, his jaw wired shut at one point and and busted out uh, or broke out with a rap song called "Through the Wire"? Maybe, maybe I'm not that familiar with his work, but uh, I, I know his, uh, his his net worth. His net worth has recently been dropped down to a measly 400 million. Poor guy. I know it's it's not a you, billionaire anymore. Yeah, how do you get by with that? I mean, you, your net worth is only 400 million. Well, I mean, only his ex mother slash father in law was Bruce Jenner. So, I mean, he had a sex tape with. Uh, didn't he have the sex tape with uh, Kim? No, that was Ray J. That's how Kim got her got her fame. Was the oh, sex really? tape with Ray J? Yeah. I mean, if I could get that famous and make them, I'd have sex with Ray J to have them. Well, maybe not. 
I'd have sex with him. He wouldn't have sex with me. That, that'd there be the you differentiation. Go. Yeah. There you go. yeah. But no, uh, Kanye, who's supposed to be now known as Ye, Yay. 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 I say Ye. Or Nay. Nay. Nay or Nee. I go, nee. I go with Yay. Nights who say Nee. Unique New York. <laughs> But no, so Kanye West, um, obviously, uh, is may, some of you may have heard by now, he's recently been cited as uh, spouting anti-Semitic mm-hmm. jargon. Uh, remarks. Remarks, comments, thank yeah. you. And uh, he has, everybody has just absolutely ostracized him. He has, he has, like, literally everybody that was with him, they just all took, like, five steps back. And Kanye is just kind of left standing there by himself with his with his measly four hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, so Adidas has pulled out. Um, let me see if I can pull up a list of the different. Let's uh, see, there was Adidas, TJ Maxx, Foot Locker, uh, Balenciaga, the Balenciaga, Balenciaga. Thank uh, you. Gap. Yep, he has had Gap like everybody one. just like fuck you. Twitter, Twitter uh, banned him. Even, yeah, even, I think he was banned on most of the social medias. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, I think that's going to be reversed as uh, Elon Musk was seen walking into Twitter headquarters carrying a sink. And the video he posted said, let that sink in. Boss move by Elon Musk. You know, that's really good news for me, actually. Yeah. Financially. <laughs> yeah. And he uh, and he's also probably going to lay off about 75% of Twitter's workforce. You see, I heard something about that, but I don't know if that's the truth. I, 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 I can't imagine. But he uh, he changed his title to head twit. Okay, I already like where the company's going. If that's going to be his title, I already like where the company's going. Yeah, head twit. So. Um, but, you know, I, I think I did with, with some people is as soon as he announced his uh, interest in Twitter, mm-hmm. I went and bought some Twitter stock. Right. Because um, I think if he's going to go, if he's going to take it over, he's going to turn it into something good, but... But, it, it, it might be a free speech platform again. You'd never know. You know, that would be a crazy, crazy set of circumstances. Um, we have such sights to show you. So, but yeah, going back to Kanye, uh, or Yee, yay, 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 yay. Um, going back to him, so obviously he had pretty much all of his partnerships uh, pull out. Yeah. And, and his Yeezy shoe line, the... The Adidas. Uh, the super overpriced Yeezy shoes mm-hmm. were Adidas shoes. I think he had some stuff with Balenciaga as well. But well, all of his shit's way too, way overpriced. Well, but the Yeezys, Adidas has flat out said, we don't need you for the Yeezys. Adidas hadn't, hasn't done good shit since, uh, until. And it, it, Kanye said it. I said it for years because I'm like, why? Adidas hasn't made a good shoe since the All-Stars. Well, Let's they, be real. They knocked off some of the Yeezy designs to sell in like, I've seen them in Kohl's. Oh yeah, and they just say Adidas on they them, say and Adidas, they look janky as fuck. Yeah, they're like a, a a dumbed down version of Yeezys. It's like the 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 Payless shoe store version, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's the best thing Adidas has done, you know, since the the All Stars, the late nineties, maybe. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the old Shell Stop, uh, Shell Shell Top. Uh, shell that was Con- Converse had the All Stars. You're right. Yeah. yeah, and what was the one though? The the ones that Adidas, Adidas had the Shell Toes. Was it called Shell Toes? Yeah. Okay, I couldn't remember if that was like just the slang term for yeah. them or yeah. yeah okay. Adidas had the Shell Toes. So, but yeah, so Kanye, um, I I have not been able to find quotes of what he actually said, and which is really confusing to me. Yeah, the only thing I've seen is that he said he's gonna go. What's the word I'm looking for? Defcon three on. He, well, he said death, like Defcon. Defcon. He meant Defcon. Bone apple tea, whatever. Yeah, potato, potato. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, he's going to go DEFCON 3 on the... Jewish media. Jewish media. Yeah. Um, and then I saw one video where he was basically saying that they can't take him down, that that um, it doesn't matter if, if Adidas pulls out. Mm-hmm. Or no, he was flat out saying Adidas won't pull out, which obviously they have. But he was basically saying they can't take him down. Yeah. Um, and he was challenging the powers that be within within Hollywood. I, you know, obviously he was using anti-Semitic terminology, mm-hmm. but I think his point was, is he was attacking the powers that be within Hollywood. The Jewish media who control Hollywood or who he believes, I don't, I don't know. He well, believes that there's a, a group of Jewish persons that, the elite, the cabal that control well, the, the media of okay, Hollywood. Okay, let, 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 let's be realistic here because you don't have to, it, it doesn't take a big leap of intelligence to see that a majority of Hollywood is run by Jewish individuals. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is watch the credits of any movie mm-hmm. you've ever watched, and you can see this. A Weinstein company. I mean, that that in itself, that's a Jewish name, yeah. traditionally. I, we're not being racist. We're not being anti-Semitic. We have no problems with mm-hmm. Jewish people or, or people of the Jewish faith. Um, but it's it's very obvious that there is a predominant Jewish presence within Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And I think what Kanye was really trying to say is that he was taking on the people running Hollywood that just happened to be Jewish as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, And uh, I'm probably going to get blasted for saying happened to be, but let's, let's be realistic here. Yeah, he uh, – uh, how do I unpack this one? So do I think he is anti-Semitic? I do not. I don't either. Uh, he has a problem with the way that the system is, mm-hmm. as do many. He is highlighting the media side of it. And where all this started was when he showed up uh, with Candace Owens to an event wearing a White Lives Matter shirt. That's, well, no, it was, it was his own um, it was his own runway show, wasn't own it? Runway. I, yeah, I'm not yeah, sure yeah, what the event like was, but he, he and Candace Owens showed up with the White Lives Matter shirt on. He goes on Tucker Carlson a week or two later, and Tucker says, you know, why did you wear the shirt? He's mm-hmm. like... Well, it's the shirt said "White Lives Matter," and the reason I wore the shirt is because they do. Because let's let's be realistic here: all lives matter, right? And here's the <laughs> here's the trope, and that he's trying to get across. BLM, the Black Lives Matter movement, was an excellent psyop. Oh yeah, it, the group itself only profited its highest ranking members, one mm-hmm. of which bombed the Capitol building and Barack Obama pardoned. Sound like a pyramid scheme with a with a boom. Right. <laughs> but they started all these these COVID masks, BLM, mm-hmm. these shirts, BLM, and made it seem like if you said, well, why every all lives matter, that you are a racist. I don't support Black Lives Matter, the movement, however, I don't disagree that Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. They absolutely it, do. That was one of my biggest frustrating things is is if you said all lives matter, you were deemed a racist. Mm-hmm. I, I don't understand how this works. I, I really don't know how you say that all people are important and all people are equal and be a racist. Right. Like this this narrative just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, and it's it's a it's a, a very well orchestrated ploy by who Kanye believes well who Con, <laughs> who Kanye believes is controlling the media and Hollywood mm-hmm. as the Jewish party. It's the same thing that was done to Donald Trump when he said, 
uh, that the gang members and the rapists that were illegally crossing the border needed to be stopped. And mm-hmm. it was taken and spun by the media and said, Donald Trump said Mexicans are, are rapists and murderers and mm-hmm. drug dealers. No. He said the reason that the border needs to be secured is to stop the rapist gang members and drug dealers from coming into the country via Mexico. Because there, it, 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 it is just absolute fact that there are criminals that are sneaking in with legitimate immigrants coming across the border illegally. And also Middle Easterners that are coming in. In some of the larger cities, it's been reported that uh, they've been camped out uh, in front of stores watching for people who pull up in nicer vehicles. Come here. See what I'm doing with my hand? Mm -hmm. Come here. Don't nobody do that except for the Middle East. Really? Everybody else, come here. So that's a Middle Eastern thing. Middle Eastern thing. Really? Come here. If, I didn't know if that. anybody get, tries to get you to come to a very nice vehicle, don't do that or keep your distance. They've been asking them not for cash, but for gas money and offering them gold in exchange. Gas money for gold. Yeah. For people who have pulled up to stores in nice vehicles. I don't know what the fuck is going on with this. It doesn't make any sense to me. It's something. I've seen too many reports of this happening for it to not be something. That's like the random shit shit you see about like a folded bill on the doorknob and a bottle the, cap on your tire. Yeah, or a post-it there. note on the door of the car. Yeah. Like there's all kinds of little fly signals. Yeah. So what <clears throat> my point is, it's not nobody's targeting Mexicans coming from Mexico. Mm-hmm. We're targeting people who have malcontent mm-hmm. coming into criminals. the country, coming into people the country. People that are criminals. I think it was uh, a member of the Supreme Court, uh, or ICE even, uh, identified like 1.2 million that must be deported. Mm -hmm. And Congress uh, had had interviewed the the head of, uh, you know, immigration or ICE or whatever and said, how many agents do you need? And he said, well, he he dodged the issue several times. So, well, it's not, you know, it's not a personnel problem. I think we need to change the the policies on immigration. And and Matt Gaetz was like, no. We operate by the laws that are in front of us, not the laws that we speculate and the laws that you are trying to change as mm-hmm. a non-government entity. All that aside, what they're doing to Kanye is the same thing that they did to Donald Trump about everything. About um, uh, the they're just spinning it. The, what was the Virginia thing? The uh, where the the car crashed into the crowd. I don't remember that, that was one. That was a big thing. Was it the van that like drove through no, a crowd no, no, of people? No, that no? was that was uh, the guy who just got convicted today. Um, it was it was a, something that happened a protest and two different group of protesters and a car drove through and hit BLM protesters in Virginia and Trump said well okay. there are I believe that there are good people on both sides of the issue yes. and they took that and they ran with yep. it they made it that he was support I do remember that that, yeah. that he was supporting the KKK and and, and, uh, and this is the whole uh, reason supremacists and, and Trump is racist and all this that and the other you know never mind that you know Biden and Hillary were both seen shaking hands with the head wizard of KKK that's beyond the point and uh, and Hillary Hillary the 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 gem that she is Flat out, and you can find this clip on on YouTube or on the news or on internet anywhere you want. Flat out called them them, and I mean them. I say them as they minorities. Did. They them. They them. Yeah. She, the, she her. <laughs> she her so called she, they. She them. referred to yeah. basically all minorities as super predators. Super predators. Let that sink in for a minute, because I I think so many people they forget that or they skim over it, or they put it to the back of their head. How do you take that back? 
how is it that that Joe Biden can vote against desegregation and busing and busing, and now he's touted as this this great. The great white savior. Yeah, and he's the if president you, of the United if States. You, if you didn't vote for him, you ain't black. Somebody, somebody, help me understand this because I just, he, I just he, don't get it. He even stated that the reason he was against busing is because he didn't want his his kids his, to grow up in a racial jungle. But you know, he still wound up with a crackhead son. You know, and it's funny he chose racial jungle as as his choice phrase, and, yeah. and this is you can't claim senility at this time because this right. was years ago it was the late 80s yeah before he his his brain fell out essentially and turned to goop and he was cloned but that's neither here nor there but <laughs> and jim uh, henson started but working it's the, his mouth yeah, somebody's hands up his ass but it, you know it's it's the, it's the same thing that they that they tried doing with trump is they're spinning it to make him and all the celebrities who are too fucking stupid to do their own research and look at his actual mm-hmm. statements and see that they tried to do the same fucking thing to Dave Chappelle, and Dave Chappelle would have none of it. Well, and and, and that's the thing. If if anybody said something racist or anti-Semitic on on national news or in public media or social media, anything like that, I should be able to pull that up and see exactly what they said. Right. Maybe with with. Uh, strong language redacted sure but i should be able to pull that up and and see what i searched for like an hour online today i could not find quotes of what he actually said or videos of what he actually said that was quote unquote anti-semitic other than i'm gonna go defcon 3 on the jewish community whatever he said of 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 hollywood Hollywood. yeah and that was very clear what he said he and, and his intent was Y'all are controlling things that you shouldn't control, including the black agenda and the way that blacks are treated in Hollywood and cast in movies and different things. That's his whole thing. Even with Tucker mm-hmm. Carlson, he, he 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 spelled it out. But because it was on Fox News, you know, it's not blasted out. It's not uh, you know elevated to to mm-hmm. being real news, right? But okay, if if Donald Trump got on the news and said something anti-Semitic. You don't think his quote won't be in the headline on the New York Times? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. His quote will be in bold letters across the top front page. Well, if he was of the he, New York if Times, if he was trying to uh, buy a new ring from Melania uh, for Melania at a, a jewelry store in New mm-hmm. York, and he said, "Don't Jew me on the price," mm-hmm. there'd be nine people with cell phone videos, and it'd be right there. It's, oh yeah, it's grab her by the pussy all over again. Yeah, but back to back to Dave Chappelle. Even you know before the latest Dave Chappelle controversy with his Netflix special, where he went quote-unquote what the liberal media called scorched earth on the trans community, which he didn't. No, I watched it. It wasn't. It wasn't bad. No. He was advocating because he had a best friend that committed suicide as a transgender person, and mm-hmm. he's saying this shouldn't happen, but we should also live in the real world. That aside, Dave Chappelle, like around the time that How High came out, <laughs> that movie grossed like, I think just his part grossed like $500 million. Wait, ha- uh, no, you're thinking Half-Baked. Half-Baked, yeah. Half-Baked, yeah. Half, uh, how high was uh, Method Man and Red, Red Man? Man. Yeah. Yep. So Half-Baked, uh, he grossed... Not that I know. Yeah, he, he grossed something like $500 million was, was his take on oh, it. Al- along with his stand-up tour. And you know what the... What Kanye and Cat Williams have confirmed as the Jewish company that controlled his interest said, no, you get 10%. He's and Dave Chappelle said, "No, I made five hundred million dollars." He's like, "Well, you have to do this, this, and this." And Dave Chappelle said, "No, 
you know Dave Chappelle fell off after his wow. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He disappeared for disappeared. a hot minute. And now he's on his comeback tour because he told that same cabal that controls the Hollywood media to go fuck himself. To go fuck themselves. Yep. Just like Donald Trump said, go fuck yourself. And Kanye is I don't know if it's intentional. He's always been controversial. But this well, is sure, yeah. this is the thing that y'all are canceling him over. You're proving his point. Well, and, and, and the really fucked up thing is, and I think this ties into the one of the core values of our, our podcast really well, is in the plethora of news reports and videos that I watched today about this, is they even mention the fact that he has struggled with his own mental health. Mm -hmm. And I think they said he's bipolar and that he's had some bipolar episodes in the past. So this is literally, if that's true, if that's true, this is literally a, an individual that is having a mental health crisis that is getting just drugged through the media, drugged through public. And, and every and, 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 every celebrity And that having claims, his livelihood stripped away from well, him. Well, every celebrity that claims to be a mental health advocate, Demi Lovato, uh, to, to name just one, all, all of them you mean I've her drug addicted fucking ass. All of them I've seen today have been cancel Kanye. They're throwing cardboard cutouts of him in the trash. Blah blah blah. It's like, bro, if you were his friend, okay, why do the why do they have that many cardboard cutouts of him? Like, did they just go get this shit printed up or go buy him just so they could throw him in the trash? I'm willing to bet that's what they did. Yeah, probably. They're, they're, they had media teams saying, like, you need to get on. on yeah, you need go to give get me all the Kanye cutouts you can get. There, no, there are media teams in Hollywood. We got to get ahead of this trend. Right, you, you've got to, You've got to be trending on social media now. You got to get that. You got to make a statement. You know, f Kanye. Dude. Well, shit. That's why we're doing this episode. But we're not saying fuck him. <laughs> I'm saying fucking reach the, reach out to the brother. See how he's doing. See how yeah. <laughs> somebody check on him, dude. Tell him to email theguywirepod at gmail dot com. Yo, like, bro, you doing okay? <laughs> are you all right? Do you want to come on? We'll right? talk. Like we'll talk. <laughs> Kanye, if you want to, if you want to put your voice out whoa, here, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yay, yay. Yeah, Yee. if you if, if you're out there, Yee. I'm not saying you're right. I'm not saying you're wrong. I just want to just want to know what your thoughts are. I want to clarify because, like you said, nobody seems to have concrete evidence of where he is. Said, let's start a second Holocaust. Yeah, I mean he he's not firing up the ovens as far as I can tell. That was a, that was a bad joke. No, sorry. It, I'm, I mean, I'm sorry. It, 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 is, <laughs> it is what it is. But I mean, there's an interview with with Cat Williams where he he spells all this out that happened to to Dave Chappelle and happened to to, to him too. He was told mm -hmm. that you know he is hiding the same, and he said, "No, I'm not doing." He basically raged against the machine. He said, "Fuck you! I won't do what mm -hmm. you tell me." And <laughs> lo, and lo and behold, the people that told him, "Yeah, travel through the airport with however much weed you want to smoke for your person." And damn it, if he doesn't get searched at the next fucking airport. Right. Right. He stops at. Well, I'm sorry if the dude that starred in Half Baked came through my line as a TSA. I'm talking about Cat Williams, not oh. not, uh, not Dave Chappelle. Oh, that motherfucker's higher all the time. Shit, watch yeah. one of his stand-ups. He knows high as shit. Yeah, and it's just <laughs> it's just like Ron White. Same thing happened with him. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's as big into speaking out, but he's obviously not uh, a Democrat. True, but but realistically, if I'm a TSA agent and I have a star. Like somebody that's rich and famous come through my line that has been like I've watched their stand-ups and they talk about smoking weed and they talk about this, they talk about that. I'm gonna search their shit. I probably wouldn't. I'd probably, hey, you got any weed? If he's like, no, nah, I'd be like, all right. All right. If it was Ron White, probably let him go. Be on your way. I don't know. <laughs> any of them. Even Dave Chappelle, like, yeah, you got any weed? He was like, yeah, yeah you no, realistically, I wouldn't. If he's like, stop yeah, him. you want to smoke? We're like, yo, I quit. I'm gonna smoke with Dave Chappelle. Well, and and I can <laughs> I can actually kind of uh, attest to this from from previous experiences. Like I worked in the in the front door of a nightclub for a long time, and we would have celebrities come through just to. Uh, 
uh, what's his name from Fast and the Furious? Um, Vin Diesel, Paul Walker, uh, uh, Hector. E- Ejecto Cito, cuz. Oh, uh, Tyrese. Tyrese, thank you. <laughs> um, no, I had Tyrese come through the club. Uh, <laughs> My mini- pockets weren't empty, cuz. <laughs> uh, mini Me. Mini Me came through one night. We Vern, had uh, Vern, Vern, Tro- Vern Troyer. Troyer. Yeah, we actually had to give uh, him his own personal security. There had to be four security guards. Anytime he was walking around the club, there had to be four security guards on, on all four points of him at any time because we were afraid somebody was going to kill him. Well, just, just, but just, just by stepping on him. Yeah, he's, yeah no, he's the that, size of two footballs stacked on one another. Uh-huh. No, they, 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 somebody picked him up and put him on the bar. He was all dancing on the bar. It was fucking awesome. Um, but, you know, uh, 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 Chris Penn, Sean Penn's brother, came through one night. I actually, uh, I was the, the door screener. Like, I patted people down when they came through. And it was a busy night. I'm not even paying attention to who's coming through. I'm just, it's just bodies at this point. It's, it's like a conveyor belt. And so guy steps in front of me. I start patting him down. I look up. I'm like, holy shit, it's nice guy, Eddie. Holy shit, it's nice guy, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> like, I had that full-on moment of, oh, my God. And that's one of my – Reservoir Dogs is absolutely one of my favorite movies. I just looked at him and went, you're nice guy, Eddie. You can go ahead. That's, a, that's <laughs> And he hilarious. just chuckled and kept walking. How tall is that guy? Uh, 5'10", 5'11". Okay. Well, I mean, he's actually about six feet under now. Yeah, because he passed away a right. few years ago. But um, but you know, like when when we'd have celebrities come through the club, we didn't even fucking think about stopping them. Yeah, because we wanted them in the club. We wanted them to go through. But anyways, that's that's just my weird life. Yeah, but uh, I guess that's that's a long and short of of what happens when you when you speak it out against you know injustice. Injustice. I, I think and, I, I really kind of think that's what he what he feels he's well, doing. Well, and he's he's basically. Uh, I've used the analogy before with with you and I uh, back to because I'm a huge uh, Marvel fan. Uh, mm-hmm. Go back to Ultron when he became sentient, and he said, "There are no longer strings on me." <laughs> and you know, he proved he proved his own point. You speak out against mm-hmm. uh, you know in, injustice, and and you get canceled by a larger group. So I mean, whether or not he was playing 3D chess or not, he won the game. Well, and, and I mean, realistically, if if he's one individual, and there's Dave Chappelle and and Cat Williams, and so there's three individuals that are all saying the same storyline, and these are the the three individuals, three of the individuals that have been brave enough, uh, had the courage enough mm-hmm. to risk their own financial security, to risk their own business partnerships, which are, I mean, it, it's not like they're getting twenty bucks a week. They're getting millions of dollars from these business partnerships, and they're willing to risk these business partnerships to speak out about an injustice that they perceive. Well, and I think that they're also choosing mental health over money. Mm-hmm. Which is a hard thing to do. Real fucking hard thing to do. Because for a lot of people, money equals mental health. And I can personally tell you from personal personal experience. Personally? Can you personally, personally tell me from yeah, personal personally, Yeah, exactly. All the personals. So personally tell uh, me. Personally tell you from personal experience. Okay. Money don't buy you happiness. You got to get the, go out and get that yourself. And it doesn't come in the form of money. It doesn't come in the form of stuff. I bought a really expensive bass boat, and it didn't. I, I love it. Don't get me wrong. But it didn't make me happy. It didn't fulfill me. And if I ever told you how much I, money I spent on that bass boat, y'all would fucking drop your jaws. Hey, <laughs> if it didn't fulfill you, try putting it in your butt. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Well, speaking uh, 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 segue here. Okay. Off segue. Of the, did you have anything else to say on the Kanye? No, issue I got another or? topic for later. But uh, but what? Uh, what yeah. What do so you as a segue, uh, did you know that fishing 
is the best hobby if you are one of those guys who likes to cheat on your lady. Okay, I like to fish, but I don't like to cheat. I'm the so, same. I've never, okay. I've never cheated on any, any, yeah, anybody no, I've been either. in a relationship with. But uh, yeah, so if, if you are a cheater, this is not advice. I'm just saying this is, it is what it is. It's satire, people. Uh, so it's, yeah, cheating, now if, Cheating, fishing—it's uh—they go hand in hand because okay. uh, are you are you staying late at work? Yeah, she can call you work. What are you doing after work? Going fishing? She gonna call the fishing hole? It she gonna call the lake? Yeah, it don't have a phone number. All right, nope. it ain't she, got an address. Well, yeah, is she gonna show up at the at the address? Oh, baby, I went there. It was crowded. I, I went to the. I went over here to this fishing hole. Well, I'm here. I'm here at the fish. Well, I done left because the they <laughs> the said the fish weren't biting. They said that yeah, the fish weren't biting. When what time are you going to be home? I don't know. When I run out of bait, how much bait did you bring with you? Enough. Enough. <laughs> <laughs> I bet I brought all I had. Where's your truck parked? I rode with By a friend. The lake. I rode with a friend. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if, if 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 you're the cheating type, that could be a, a legitimate excuse. Yeah, a little, little bit of way to get yourself out of the fire, but uh, Guy Wire does not condone cheating. We say don't be one of the guys, be that guy, but, but don't don't be, don't be no. like that guy. Yeah, nobody likes that guy. Fuck that guy. That guy's a dick. Yeah, but uh, now that we have wrapped up our talk on Kanye, I, I hope you guys don't lambaste us for our points of view on that. But it's, you know, it, we're just two guys. It's our point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're, we try to think logically about everything, and we do look at history. That's a lot mm-hmm. of things that we look at is history because it 100% repeats itself. And we don't just take our information from one source. Right. Like, like I said earlier, I spent probably a solid hour Google searching and looking at different media sources, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Like, I looked all over the place for information in oh, regards fuck, to this. fuck, I got all my news off TikTok. <laughs> That's where I first I, I first initially got the information <laughs> yeah. from TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But I did actually get another piece of uh, interesting information off TikTok just recently. There is a new Christmas special coming out. The, the sequel and to I a am, Christmas story? I am, I am not behind it at the all. The sequel to a Christmas story? No. Oh, well, that's, I, that's, I wish, that's coming out too. Wait, what? But it doesn't have the same kid in it. Yeah, it does. Ralphie's older. It's the same kid <laughs> as an adult. Okay, that's like the the uh, uh, National Lampoon's Vacation they did recently with where uh, what's his uh, the what's kid uh, what's his ass yeah ah what's his name couldn't tell you goddamn Rusty hmm. yeah Rusty where Rusty was grown but and that was it was okay but it was kind of dog shit too. I haven't watched I, I was never a, a huge National Lampoon's guy other than like Animal House but neither e- he, even the Christmas Vacation it's okay I hate Christmas you just eroded the foundation of our friendship well I uh, hate, I hate Christmas. And and why that's the weird okay, thing. Fair I, I am the antithesis of wifey sauce because she is. Uh, oh, she's she, she's trying to put the Christmas tree up already. I know she is. She's Buddy the Elf. God, like yeah, it, like as soon as the first chill in the air comes through, she's eating pasta and freaking maple syrup, <laughs> throwing the skittles on top and everything. Yeah, she, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I called her one year. Oh, oh, oh it's Santa Claus, and she's like, it's Santa. I know him. I know him. Yeah, it's the whole thing, and I hate Christmas. And we'll go into that on a later episode. But the the reason why? But let's let's hear what you got to say there. So the 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 Christmas special that's coming out. It's going to be on Disney Plus. Not a big shocker. It is Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. No. Thank you. Thank you. No. 
No, no, no. George no. Lucas tried this what thirty five years ago with Star Trek or Star Wars. No, there was there was a Star Wars Christmas special, and it was dog shit. Somehow, somehow, it is part of Star Wars canon. No, and I don't get that. Like being a Star Wars nerd and a Marvel nerd and and, and just a nerd. Um, I'm so fucking angry. Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. I can't. No. Give you, and, and oh, the the best part, Kevin Bacon's in it. No. So somehow they had to add it into the six degrees they, of Kevin Bacon. They couldn't have done a Tremors Christmas special. I'd, I'd have gotten behind that. They bring back Burt Gummer. That'd actually be awesome. Actually, Burt Gummer Christmas yeah. special. But come on, it didn't work thirty five, forty, whatever long ago it was with the 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 Star Wars Christmas special. Now we're gonna do this Guardians of the Galaxy's Christmas, and, and of course everybody's gonna fucking watch it because it's Guardians of the Galaxy. It's far, Disney. It's Marvel. It's far away that. Disney has strayed from God. I can't believe that they're still trying to. Well, I mean, Christmas is so commercialized anyway, so I should be, should be surprised. But I don't. I the, the, I just need to shut up. My biggest problem with it is Disney bought something mm-hmm. that was doing amazing. I mean, Marvel Universe is probably one of the biggest fucking things on the planet right now, and has been for years. Mm-hmm. I mean, the movies grow amazing. People buy the merchandise. That, the movies so, have, have gotten real shit since Iron Man died, but. Neither here nor there. But Disney buys the Marvel Universe, and they have to put they they have to stamp the fucking mouse on everything. Mm-hmm. Like like the mouse has got to fucking drag his balls on every goddamn thing that Disney puts out now. Why can't the Marvel Universe just stay the Marvel Universe? It doesn't have to have Disney's feces smeared all over it. Speaking of, and that's gonna get some fucking some 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 dander up, and I hope it does because this is bullshit. Yeah, I hope it scratches your ass. Yeah, but. Speaking of, without Googling it, can anybody comment on this video and tell me what Mickey Mouse's original name was? Oh, shit. Before no. Mickey Mouse. Actually, I can. I can, too. Yeah. No, I just thought of it. So, leave it in the comments. Uh, the first one to get it right will get a free t-shirt. Oh, I like it. Free Guywire t-shirt or just like a, a plain Hanes white t-shirt? One that I've worn. Oh, okay. Out of my own collection. It's gotcha. gonna, and I'm and, not gonna and I'll throw in a pair of my socks. Yeah, but no. Worn uh, ones. All joking aside, <laughs> it, will be, it will be a guy wire t-shirt. Uh, yeah, just uh, you put, put the answer with the size of your t-shirt in the comments. So happy, happy, ha, Merry Christmas, everybody. Ha, ha. Yeah, and fuck right off. <laughs> Gorsh. <laughs> well, you heard Minnie was fucking goofy, right? That's why Mickey and Minnie got a divorce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I think that kind of wraps us up for the day. Uh, we have one more on deck. Oh, really? Oh, we got we one just, more for your anuses. We just watched the final uh, episode or the first season of House of the Dragon. We did. Yes. As someone, as persons. The persons. <laughs> who, outdoors persons. <laughs> as outdoor-themed persons who have who have done... Dead baby jokes. Mm-hmm. Chuck Norris jokes. I'm, I'm going to go lean closer to the, to dead, the dead baby to side. The, to the dead baby jokes <laughs> oh, on this one. I know you're going with this. Uh, that that last, that final, that... Uh, you know what I was in the middle of eating when I saw that scene? <laughs> I mean, the, as long as it wasn't pussy, I don't know if I care. <laughs> Not far off from the mark, unfortunately. <laughs> I was eating a brisket hoagie sandwich. 
with barbecue sauce all over it. Like, unfortunately, what was in my hoagie looked just like what was on the screen. God, e pluribus unum. Oh, uh, it was uh. it was the worst timing ever. And I mean, the the don't get me wrong, the brisket sandwich is amazing, and I finished if, the whole fucking if, thing. If you don't if you don't watch or you haven't watched, there's. A pretty graphic scene. If you've seen it, you know what we're talking about. It's graphic enough, but vague enough to know for for me to not know whether there was decapitation involved. Mm -hmm. That aside, yes, your reaction to the final scene where the kid is flying onto the dragon. Oh, kids flying onto the dragon. You know, and then the shadow. You know what? He he played a game of fuck around to find out, and he found out because he was good. He had gotten away. Uh, what's his name? Amon. 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 Did not know where he was. Mm-hmm. He was lost in the clouds. He was on his big dragon, just kind of looking around. And kid decides to come out of the middle. Uh, so, spoiler alerts, number one. Spoiler but- alert. Five, <laughs> four, three, two, one, and go. He comes out of nowhere and just decides to to shoot a little fireball. At this giant fucking dragon. But what, what's the, the cinematography and whoever animates this shit was, you know, I mean, how kiss. they how they how they got the shot of the dragons flying by each other? I, I just don't. Know. I mean, how do you do? Uh, but, do but, you have a third dragon that you're like? But the, oh, you dr- dr- wait, dragons aren't real. They're drones. That's what. That's where Drogon was named after. Was a drone. Drone gone. Drone gone. I yeah. gotcha. Okay. So, but the thing is, is the cinematography is so great. It's like this fireball is like okay. You think it's something huge, but really, it's it's just like it, <laughs> in the scheme of things, <laughs> it's like you're a little big lighter. <laughs> That that's what uh, uh, Amon's dragon felt, and he's just like, "Yeah, fuck off." And then the, <laughs> yep. Do, do you remember the thing back? I mean, this this might have been a little bit before your uh, your time, but the 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 phrase the, the dingo ate your baby. Mm. Yeah, the dragon ate your baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's have a little shrimp on the bobby. <laughs> a dingo ate my baby. Yeah, but that I didn't. I never perceived. That there was such a size difference. Oh yeah, in these oh, yeah. dragons. Yeah, even uh, even Daenerys's were smaller than his. Yeah, yeah. Drogon was smaller by than like Florida. By like Florida. Yeah, by like Florida. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> that took me like a full second Dude, to click. <laughs> he was flying Rhode Island, right? <laughs> and then Texas <laughs> comes up. <laughs> Alaska. It's just like, yeah, fuck you. Yeah, it's like, just, you don't mess with Texas. <laughs> George W. Bush is back there like, well, that shit happens. <laughs> yeah, don't mess with Texas. Yeah, I didn't do 9-11. We only all talking about that. <laughs> yeah, we landed on the moon. Yeah, well, the earth ain't flat. Whatever. It wasn't prudent. <laughs> it wasn't prudent. Who, if Neil Armstrong was the first man on the moon, then who was running that camera that watched him do it? And that's a story for next time, guys. We love you. Men's mental health is important. Reach out to us if you have a problem. TheGuyWarePod at gmail.com. Link in description. Don't be one of the guys. Be that guy. And I'm still messed up with that whole camera thing. Like, who did take that picture? X-Files. <laughs> <laughs>